When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello everybody, it's Melissa. I'm back. I'm ready to talk to you guys about more stuff. Little life updates. Um, I just had my birthday, I turned 44. You guys know how I feel about birthdays, if you've been listening at least. Um, Birthdays are weird, all holidays are weird. This year, my birthday was actually really good. Um, I had some friends over, some people that I've known for a while, and some newer friends who I just recently kind of started trying to get to know. I've been really kind of trying, making a big effort to put myself out there socially more and not worry quite so much about how other people are perceiving me or worry so much about whether or not I'm doing things right. I'm just trying to be authentically myself and be more open with people and really find people who I connect with, which is hard. Um, Therapy has helped me a lot (laughs) with sort of uh, starting to kind of embrace the qualities that I used to think were big hindrances to me meeting people and making friends and keeping friends um but I think I think now I'm I'm learning slowly and and it's hard um to try and embrace these things a little more and and it's been it's been working out okay so far like you know I think as autistic people it's always kind of harder for us to integrate into new relationships or even maintain current relationships. Um, it's just always, it's always going to be hard. It's never going to be a thing that comes naturally, but it's getting easier and I feel like I'm getting better at approaching things in kind of my own way and being okay with that. So that's good. That's a, that's a good update had some people over. I usually don't like making a big deal out of my birthday, but then also at the same time, it's really weird because then it's like, if I don't do anything or receive any sort of attention on my birthday, it feels really sad and lonely and awful. But then the other end of the spectrum where it's like a big deal about your birthday, I don't like that either. But I just had some people over and we sort of just played games and, uh, ate food and yeah it was good it was it was low-key um but it was enough to make me feel like my birthday 
was special and I had something going on on my birthday. Uh, and again, holidays are weird. And that's another thing that's happening right now is like Halloween's coming up soon, which I, I actually really love Halloween. I just like, I like October. I love fall. I like the vibes around Halloween. Um, but then I know once we get past Halloween, it's going to start with the whole Thanksgiving Christmas lead up and it, again, if you don't know my thoughts on holidays, go listen to the episode that I made on holidays and why they're so weird and why I don't understand them and why I wish, kind of wish they weren't a thing. I don't want to sound like a Scrooge or a bah humbug person um, because there are things about the holidays that I like, but also just like, ugh, I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to try and make the best of it this year and just sort of go with the flow you know? Um, also, I applied to my RN Bridge nursing program. For those of you who don't know, I have my LVN right now. I've been working as an LVN. And I'm applying for a bridge program to, to go get my RN finally. And uh, it's going to be 12 months of very intense life <laughs> because I'm going to be going to school and working. I'm really nervous about it. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if I'm in the program yet, so I don't know. I'll know by the end of this month. They said that they're contacting people. Um, 30 people get in. They said they had over 100 applicants, so I don't know. We'll see where I land. Um, so I'm just waiting on that news and sort of feeling stalled because I can't really look ahead. I'm a big like future thinker. I like to plan things well in advance. I like to know what my life's going to look like, you know, months down the road. And I can't do that right now because I don't know if I'm starting school in January yet. <laughs> so I'll be happy to, to at least find out one way or another, uh, if I'm getting in to that program and, uh, we'll see, you know, it could be, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I'm trying not to overthink it, you guys. <laughs> I'm pretty nervous about it. I'm nervous about burning out and just having a hard time. Having a hard year and not being able to really have much control of my time or my life. Sorry, I I hear a weird noise. It's got to be my dog. That's probably one of my dogs making a weird noise. It sounded like someone knocking at my door for a second, but then I don't think that's what it is. Okay, sorry. Anyway, life, life distracting me. I need like a soundproof windowless recording studio with no distractions. That would be great. Um, anyway, I feel like that's all of the updates I have for now. Life has not been super exciting or anything. Not not like a lot of very interesting stuff going on. I mean, there is. I mean, life's always interesting, right? But, you know, I don't know. Therapy's going good. Yeah, it's just, it's fine. It's all right. Everything's good. Uh, so today, after that update, after that long, that update went on longer than I thought it was going to. Uh, 
Sorry, I just had to take a pause. So today I want to talk about being able to stand up for yourself. Of course, all of the things I talk about usually is because it's kind of relevant to me in the moment and it's something I'm going through or thinking about or working through or working on. Um, And I had an experience with this recently, the experience of having to stand up for myself. Um, And it got me thinking really about how it has always been kind of hard for me to stand up for myself in the past and how that's led me into certain situations or made it easier for people to bully me or take advantage of me or treat me a certain type of way because they know that I'm not going to stand up for myself or fight back, you know. It could be big things, it could be very subtle things that people do, but some people, it seems like they have a sense of like, that they can maybe push you around. Maybe, maybe... I put off a vibe that I'm just like, that I'm a person who you can do this to. I've always kind of felt like that where I'm like, God, am I putting something out there? I feel like I'm a friendly, kind of soft-spoken, nice person. And I think maybe I come across as someone who is easy to bully. I don't know. I don't know. But... This is another thing that I'm trying to work on because assertiveness is not easy when you're autistic. Um, At least for me. And I, I feel like this is another area of the autism spectrum where it's kind of all or nothing. Because I do know, now that I'm thinking about it, I do know some autistic people who are very assertive actually um, and are really able to sort of stand up for themselves and, and say what's on their mind or not take any shit from anyone. So I think I think there are those people who are very much like that and then I think there are people like me who have always just been kind of timid and been like, oh well, like I guess maybe that person's having a bad day and that's why they were mean to me or maybe this or maybe that or it's not a big deal. I'll just let it go. That's my whole life of me just letting stuff go, right? But I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to just let stuff go. Uh, Particularly, okay, so I'll be a little bit specific about what's going on with me personally right now is there's one person who I work with, another nurse, um who has been really kind of um, mean to me, for lack of a better word. She, she's been mean to me. She treats me in a way that is not acceptable. So this has been a situation that's been happening for a while. She was a person who I was orienting with, um, which was really hard because... She made she makes me feel like I'm doing a bad job constantly. Or that's how she was making me feel when I was orienting, and it made me feel like I couldn't do anything right, and why am I even here? And I must be a bad nurse, and I'm not cut out for this job, and all of this other stuff. Um, and none of my other preceptors made me feel that way, but she did, and I was with her a lot, 
during my orientation period so that wasn't good and and since then I've worked with her just as a colleague and you know as an LVN and a hospital we have an LVN RN team model so there's LVNs there's two LVNs and then there's an RN team lead who leads the LVNs uh, so the, the RN's basically there to kind of like help out, answer questions, like be a support to the LVNs, sort of oversee everything um, that the LVNs are doing. And uh, it just became very apparent whenever I was working with this person in this type of situation that it just seemed like she was not happy about working with me. She picks on me. She picks apart every little thing I do. She makes snarky comments. Um, if I ask her for help with something, she treats me like I'm an idiot for not knowing what I'm doing. Um, you know, because the job I have now is, is intense and there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing that I've never done before. There are a lot of procedures that I'm like, yeah, I've learned about this, but I've never actually done it. So like, can you help me? show me the ropes and that's what she's supposed to be there for and yeah it's just like meh so there was one day last week in particular that was pretty bad working with her and I felt really really terrible um the entire day I was just like man this is rough and I really wanted to stand up for myself um that day but I I didn't just because I was like you know I don't even really know how to approach this or what to say and I think in moments like this I question myself because I know I've talked about this on the podcast before how a lot of us autistic people are used to being told that like what we're feeling is not the right thing or that we're overreacting or we're being too sensitive so after so many years of that, you you learn not to trust yourself. You learn not to trust your own feelings or opinions. This is certainly what has happened to me and part of the reason why I'm the way I am. And I'm just like, oh, well, whatever. I'll just let that go. I don't want to overreact. Like, I don't want to make a big deal out of this thing. I don't want to be too sensitive, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm learning that that way of thinking is bullshit. Like, if something upsets you, that's valid, that's legit. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks about it, really. Like, your feelings are your feelings and you're allowed to have them, right? I mean, I can think that way all day long, but then (laughs) it's easier said than done to be like, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to think what I want to think and feel what I want to feel and that's okay and that's valid and I'll stand up for myself, but... When the moment comes, it's still hard, right? Because I was at work and I was just like, maybe she's like this to everyone. Maybe sometimes some people are just like this. Maybe I'm making a big deal. Maybe I'm being too sensitive. Maybe I should just let it go. I don't really work with her that often. I don't really want to stir the pot. All of these things that I always tell myself, you know, just like, let it go. Just let it go. But then I got home and I told Gray about what happened And then I sort of just was like thinking about it and processing it out loud with Gray and in my own mind and like kind of lost sleep over it that night, which I don't usually lose sleep over stuff like that, but it was really bothering me. It was really like just in the back of my mind, I was like, this isn't right. 
And I'm kind of sick of people doing this to me my whole life and getting in these situations where I just, I don't stand up for myself. I think another part of the problem, aside from not being able to trust your own feelings, some of us autistics, is I definitely have a delayed processing issue <laughs> um, when it comes to when it comes to feelings. There are so many times where I'm in a situation and I don't really feel the full feelings of that situation until way after it's over. And I know that delayed processing is a very big aspect of being autistic, of, you know, delayed processing in many ways. Um, But that definitely shows up for me a lot with interaction and definitely with more uh, negative or maybe confrontational or maybe upsetting interactions where, or any interaction that involves like a big feeling, I, I think I don't feel it as much in the moment. And then later, I, after I process, 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 then I'll start to feel the thing that I'm like, I wish I would have felt this in the moment <laughs> because maybe I could have navigated the situation better. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was at work that day and I was feeling feelings about what was happening, but the full like breadth and depth of those feelings didn't hit me until much later. It was like the next day and I was like, okay, I need to stand up for myself. I need to do something about this. This isn't right. I shouldn't have to go to work and just be dreading the potential um, of working with this person, you know? Uh, So I didn't really know what to do, but I did decide because I I have no problem talking to this person one-on-one. I'm a very open and communicative person, so I feel like I could have just approached her and been like, hi, what's the problem? <laughs> like, you know, I don't even know what I would really say, but I wouldn't approach, I wouldn't say what's the problem, but that's like the summary, you know, just sort of try and get to the bottom of it. Well, why, why do you treat me this way? Sort of thing. Like, but then after I thought about it a little more, I was like, you know, I don't know. I think I'll just... I'll just talk to my my manager, the person who oversees our unit, and I did. I I decided to do that when I was at work the other day. Went in, talked to her, said, you know, I'm really having an issue with this other employee, um, and here's why. And she was totally um, sympathetic to what was happening. She listened. She validated that what I was experiencing was not okay. And all of that felt really good. And I feel like we're on our way to resolving the issue. Um, I used to be a person who was really afraid of conflict and very conflict avoidant. Um, I still am. (laughs) I still am mostly like that. (laughs) 99% of me is like that. But I do feel like there is part of me that's evolving past that where it's like, Well, conflict is a necessary part of life, one. You know, you're never going to get through life without having conflict with anyone. And if you are, that probably means that you're at some point 
letting things go that maybe you shouldn't be letting go, letting people walk on you, letting people take advantage of you, letting people treat you in ways they shouldn't treat you because conflict is an inevitable part of life. It's it's part of being a human. It's part of having feelings. There's going to be conflict, right? So just noticing that, being okay with that, embracing that. And number two, you know, not trying to get to the point where I'm okay with not everyone liking me. I really have had this people-pleasing mentality and part of that is the tism and part of that is the trauma of growing up in the way that I did and the type of household that I did uh, where I did have to be on my best behavior and I did have to sort of like keep the peace and say the right things and worry about what, you know, how I was coming across, you know? So it's like that people pleasing instinct is in there and it feels a conflict or when I feel like someone doesn't like me feels so uncomfortable and so terrible. And I've been really trying to work on that too and figure out why, because it's okay. Like I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. Like Yeah, I get along fine with most people, but there are some people out there who I'm like, "Eh, that person's not my cup of tea, and that's fine. That's not affecting their life at all, that I don't like them particularly, or, you know, that I'm just, like, not that fond of them. And same for me, like, it's not going to affect me at all if someone doesn't like me. It's fine. Whatever. And I can't continue to be afraid of that. Again, though, like I said earlier, this is all much easier said than done. When I'm sitting here in my room alone and I'm talking to you guys about this, it's like, oh yeah, totally, all of this stuff, and I'm such a strong person, and I can stand up for myself, and it doesn't matter if people don't like me, but implementing that into your life is another story, especially when you've done things the same way and been the same way, Um, and your neurotype is a certain way, too, that like lends to these behaviors, right? So sort of trying to sort that all out and address each piece and implement changes it's hard it's hard and we hate change right (laughs) as a as a rule in general we hate change um those of us who are autistic and uh that includes i feel like that sometimes includes personal change and personal development you know it's hard for me to break the habits and the routines that I have even if they're not good for me even if I can see that they're not good for me you know so because this is how it's always been and this is what I've always done and this is you know and it's easy for us whether you're autistic or not to stay in the patterns right so but it's part of being human learning how to adapt and change and grow and learn And I just turned 44, you guys. And I'm like considered midlife now, I think, really, or or approaching that quickly. And it's like, I really do need to start stepping out of some of this comfort zone that I've built just to try and be like a better person in a different way because I've always tried to be a better person but I felt like me trying to be a better person was always for the benefit of others it's like oh I want to be better so maybe I'm perceived a certain way or like I'm liked or I see or I'm a nice person I'm a good person whatever which is all well and good right but this 
period of evolution that I'm in, I feel like is more self-centered. It's more, it's more to benefit me, to benefit my growth as a person for the purposes of just taking better care of myself, learning how to navigate life in a way that benefits me the most. You know? Anyway. You can tell I've been sort of pensive lately, thinking a lot about life and stuff. That's what birthdays do, right? At least for me. Every time I'm like, another year just passed by. And they're going by. And now working in a hospital where I work with a lot of clientele who are older or maybe not that much older than me even. Like some of the people who we work with who are really sick are you know 10 years older than me um but a lot of people you know who are in the hospital are older in general and I just I see so clearly now um you know it's in I guess it's in front of my face all the time now at work like we're all coming we're all going this direction you know I hope I don't end up with illnesses and diseases and in the hospital and stuff like that. Um, But either way, we're all getting older. We're all getting old. We're all slowly approaching the end of our lives. This is turning really like morbid and macabre at the end here, but it's true. I mean, it doesn't have to be a morbid thought though. And I'm trying to kind of change my thoughts too on, on that, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, we are, we all are moving towards the end. But then also you need to look at that and be like, that's why I need to make the most of what's going on now. And that's why I can't care too much about what's going on now, you know, which are two opposites, really. It's like, I need to make the most of this moment, but also this moment doesn't matter that much. It's sort of like two opposing ideas, but two things can be true at the same time, right? Because I think sometimes when I think like, oh my gosh, I need to make the most of this day or the most of this moment, that's a lot of pressure, right? It's like, oh my gosh. And I think that's what comes up with birthdays and holidays too, where it's like, oh, this has to be special. And the more you like try and make something special, the more like depressed you feel about how unspecial it really was or turned out to be. And I think that can sometimes take away from the ability for it to be special. You know what I mean? Us, it's like a, um, what's that thing? It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's where, you know, by, by doing the thing that you're trying to do to make it be a certain way, you're actually preventing the thing from going, you know, you guys know, (laughs) that's a hard one to explain. Um, But the thought that like also this moment isn't that special. Like what happens in this moment isn't that special because it's just one moment. And I think I've been sort of trying to apply that with like, oh, well, oh, there's a conflict or oh, someone doesn't like me. And it's like, who gives a shit? Like this person's not going to be in my life forever, probably, Um, you know, at, at least in this instance, this woman I work with, it's like, oh, well, you know, she doesn't like me, whatever. I have to see her at work once in a while that's fine. I'll eventually, she'll eventually not be in my life anymore. She's not really a person that matters. Like, 
And the same with like just the the everyday the everyday moments, the everyday struggles, the everyday things where it's like, well, this is just one day or this is just one moment or this was just one hour. So I don't know, I'm getting very philosophical. And I think that that is a sign that I need to be done with this episode. (laughs) I don't know if you guys like when I just philosophize and ramble on about like things where I feel like you guys maybe think sometimes I like smoked weed or something before I got on here because I get so, (laughs) some of this is like high talk, right? I don't know if there's any of you out there who know what I'm talking about, but uh, yeah. So anyway, that's my thought on that. And I'm working on this. I'm working on being more assertive, Melissa, and really that's a form of self-care, right? Being able to be assertive, being able to stand up for yourself, being able to say no to things, being able to know when someone's dicking you around and be like, hey, that's not cool. You know, all these things. It is. It's self-care. It's okay. You don't have to please everyone all the time. I know we've all been brought up to be like, oh, everybody has to like you. You have to be popular. You have to have this and you have to do that and you have to blah, 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 especially as women. Sorry guys, but it's true. And, uh, yeah, trying to break free of that. We'll see how it goes long term. <laughs> uh, finding the balance. It's hard. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I have to say today, you guys. And actually, this turned into a much longer episode than I intended it to be. That's been happening a lot lately. And thanks for hanging in there with me and thanks for continuing to listen. And uh, yeah, if you want more content, go subscribe to the Patreon. It's $5 a month. You get some perks, you get some bonus episodes, you get access to the Discord server, all of the things. And uh, yeah, there's also the merch store. Trying to get some new merch in there before holiday season comes. So maybe you guys can get your loved ones or you can ask your loved ones to get you some oh that's just my autism merch for christmas time that'd be great all right guys um that's all i'm gonna say for now and i'll talk to you on the next one bye